0: To the Chris and Sam podcast. Pull up a bar story and join us
1: for a random conversation, guaranteed to make you think or your money back. Hello and welcome to episode two hundred and ninety-three of the Chris and Sam podcast. I'm Chris and I'm Sam. Welcome along, randomness, technology, and life—your half-hour podcast that you cannot live without. Absolutely, is that what it's about? Yes. Maybe. But, but, but we're going to start off
0: today with uh, a bit of sad news. Yes. The producer Toffee. Yes. The kitty cat is no more. So I'm going to tell the story of what happened, and then I'm going to talk Uh, a little about Toffee. Oh, uh, Sam's like, oh. I I, I got home from work. Uh, I went to uh, have a nap because I've been getting to work at sort of five in the morning or something, and it was
1: uh, afternoon. It was lunchtime. It was like it that. was because it was about half an hour for it to go to work.
0: Right. Yeah. So um I was asleep, I was absolutely asleep, and I heard somebody go I've run over cat yeah. through the back window. And my eyes flew open and I wasn't sure if I heard oh, what I Oh you heard, heard or it or out not. the
1: back window. Yeah.
0: And I was like, Oh, what's going on? What's going on? Oh, run over cat. Don't be my cat, don't be my cat, don't be my cat. And then I was like, well, what am I going to do? Well, it might not be my cow. I'll just go back to sleep. So I went – and I must have dozed off because I was half asleep when all that happened. Yeah. And then five minutes later, yeah, uh, I guess, uh, I don't know, Sam's whatever. banging on my bedroom door. Hey, uh, your neighbour's out here to have a look. Uh, do I want to talk to you. I'm like,
1: oh. F- I don't know if I sound like that, but – Crap. I thought that was exactly how you sound. No, I don't uh, think so. No, yeah. <laughs> that- so Because what threw me was this dude knocked on the door – who was dressed quite nicely. And I quick as I'm opened the door, I realised there's no car in our driveway. Yeah. So I'm like I'm like, where's this dude come from? And what does he want from me? Yeah, yeah. Um, and what did he say? He says, I oh, oh, I'm so sorry, I have run over your cat. I'm like, uh Okay. Yeah. But I couldn't not I couldn't yeah. Yeah. So that's alright.
0: So I quickly got dressed, um, Went around because uh, he
1: said it ran off into the bush.
0: Yeah, so there's a he said it's under a hedge. It's it's a tree, you know the trees that go all the way down to the ground mm. type thing. So yeah. Yeah, and he goes, I tried to get it out, but it just hissed at me. I'm like, well, yeah, so would I probably? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. So I went over and and Toffee's under there lying down, and she looked fine. Yeah. No, lying there. So I reached through. She was good with me. Yeah, yeah there was no problem. Bit of a a, a moan, but not too bad. Like, she wasn't, like, distressed. I think she was in shock. Um, but when I picked her up, her back legs were dangling. Uh, not a good look. So I uh, came back here, put her down. That was the only time she sort of moaned. Um, and I, you know, got my wallet, phone keys, Jeez. put this jersey on that she likes to uh, sleep in, um, chuck- chucked her inside my jacket, and, uh, yeah, and drove off to the uh, vets. And... Um, they were like, oh, she seems quite happy in there. Just leave her in there while we, we wait for the surgeon, person, person whatever. Bit. Um, then we, uh, she had a look at it, took her out the back, came back in. And, yeah, she goes, yeah. we think it's either broken, uh, dislocated a hip or broken the pelvis. We can't really tell without x-rays. And broken the other hock, so mm. both legs. And she goes, how old is this cat? And I'm like, well, therein lies a mystery. Uh, <laughs> it is a mystery.
1: It seems like it was about a hundred years old.
0: Yeah, well, she she guessed it at fifteen.
1: Yeah, I wouldn't. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't question that. Yeah, I was like, that sounds about right. Because we've had
0: her about seven years, seven yeah. or eight years, something yeah, like that. Something like that. So anyway, um, that's cool. Um, and she goes, "Look, it'll cost you five hundred bucks to get the X-rays. Then we're going to do blood tests. Then if it, if it, if we're going to go ahead, it will require surgery. That's three thousand, four thousand dollars at least. Uh, at least, and, and there's and, no guarantee either. And, and she goes, any of at that. fifteen, she's not likely to survive that. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, oh, bugger. Yeah. So anyway, uh, yeah. So uh, bye bye, Toffee, <laughs> um, which was pretty sad. So just on that note, so just. The point of um, why I was so upset was that my my cat and I, or Toffee and I, had a bit of a bond. You did. You did. <laughs> uh, I could not move in the house without Toffee following me around. She slept at night over my shoulder. Um, every time I sat down, she was either on my lap or in my jersey. Uh, yeah, it was a bit like that, wasn't
1: it? Yes. Um, and made appearances when you were doing, like, web. Uh, web calls. On the web
0: um, coaching calls, so everybody knew about that, uh, the cat. Anyway, so that was really sad. Um, so then I came home, did no, nothing else useful for the rest of the day, drank a no. bunch of whiskey. Yes. Which leads into my next story, because whilst inebriated on whiskey, m- hang- mourning my dead cat.
1: Uh, hang on, before you get it, oh, okay, I'll interrupt real quickly. I think just to say that uh, Toffee had a very good life here with you, and... Uh, you know, it was good.
0: Yeah. And, and to be fair, my previous cat died of uh, cancer or something, old age, whatever. Yeah. It was at the point where you had to lift her up onto a, a couch. She couldn't like. Kn- oh, yeah, yeah. And that was horrible. And I know, Toffee, you could feel her hips were getting.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know, bony and all we that did, sort of stuff. We did think so, at one point uh, she may have got run over about a year ago because uh, she went missing for a while. Yeah. And I think someone said there's a cat up the road or something.
0: Yeah, that was and it,
1: weird. And it was weird because we don't know where she went for a week. But anyway. Yeah. Um, but anyway, you know. yeah,
0: she was pretty pretty uh doting of late. Anyway, so, so it wasn't a bad thing. So drinking the whiskey? Drinking whiskey. Uh I got uh
1: This sounds like you ordered something on the internet.
0: No, I got an email and stuff, and I I remember checking my emails, and then I got this thing, and I I read through it, and it was the stuff for the improv, like where to go and what to do, and all the rest of it. That's right. I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. okay, I'll, I'll check that tomorrow. So Tuesday night, yes. new story now. No, nothing no. So much about tough Well, sort of. Uh, I uh I, I go to improv class. So I've signed up for a six week improv class
1: at the Media Theatre. At the Media Theatre. For the Theater. people that know where that is in Hamilton. Yes,
0: and uh, so I wander up there, and I'm like, oh no! Before I go, I'm like, right, better check this email because it's really long, and I've, I've got to, I've got to check what I need, and it's not there. I'm looking through my email. I'm like. I wouldn't give them both of my email addresses, but I check both of them just in case. And it's not there, and it's not in the, um, in the trash. And I'm going absolutely freaking nuts looking for this email. Like, where is it? How can it have disappeared? How- I can't yeah. double delete it. What the hell's going on?
1: Where was it really And, and
0: I'm like, it must have been uh, I must have read it because there was some specific things in there. It wasn't like a fever dream. So I'm like, ah. So I go up there and I'm, I go to the – ultimately turns out to be the wrong door. And I'm hanging around and this guy comes around and he looks at me and I look at him and I'm like uh, – Are you here for the thing? The, you here for the thing? He goes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Who are you? I'm Chris. Oh, I'm Jim. Oh, great. Uh, and as we go around, I'm like, I'm real sorry, man. I, I don't know if I've uh, forgotten something. or oh, I came to the wrong door, obviously. Um um, So I I drank a lot last night, and I couldn't see it. And then I'm like, that sounds bad. Uh, My cat died. And so um, I had a bunch of whiskey last night. And then I I know I read your email, and I've just spent like an hour looking for this email. And he looks at me and goes, I sent you a text. (laughs) 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 Uh I was like, oh, what a dick. (laughs)
1: I I honestly thought you were going to say Facebook message. (laughs) Um,
0: So, anyway, Uh, yeah, so improv was really funny. Uh, It was really good. Um, Yeah, we, I tell you what, and if, if Carl Hartley, um, Lush Monster, yeah, aka Lush Monster, is listening in, um, which I don't think he does anymore, um, if he is, he should use this as a, um, an icebreaker in 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 groups of uh, meetings. Maybe not, but it was hell of funny. So we get together and we're in a big circle for this yeah. improv. And he goes, this is how we're going to introduce ourselves. Um, and what you do is you say your name and act out something you like to do with a bit of a sound effect. So uh, my name's Jim. I like reading. And he opens a page book with his hands and puts a finger to his jaw and goes, "Hmm." hmm so it's like we all in a circle have to go Jim reading hmm. and do the action and, yeah, yeah. Hmm, hmm. and the next guys my name's ray i like to cycle so he's like an imaginary bike going
1: <laughs> yeah <laughs> so he'll go
0: ray cycling
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: and i'm like i'm chris martial arts <laughs> with a couple of punches and um yeah, I like Ben. I'm Ben Gaming. Pew 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 with finger guns. Um, it was hilarious. But I tell you what, I remember almost all of their names. <laughs> Except the stand up comedy guy. Because <laughs> I think I was laughing too much to remember his name. Because he's like, I'm whatever it is. Ke- Kevin? I'm Kevin. Stand up comedy. Ha 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 ha. Friggin' <laughs> that boss killed me. I was like, What are
1: you doing? <laughs> very good, anyway. Uh,
0: very, and- very much a, a lot of fun, and um, some people you mind meld with, and you get on really well, and you can you know what. You are on the same wavelength? Yeah. And some people are totally on
1: the other. I, I can do that with uh, Ryan, my friend Ryan. Yeah. We can have the craziest, most made up, crappy stories in the world and he can just get it and just carry it. we can have this really long conversation. I can do that with Sarah as well. It's only two people I can do that with.
0: Oh wow. But yeah, usually... I, I used to do something similar with Cal. Yeah. Cool, cool. Anyway, so at,
1: at the end of the improv six week thing, does it lead into anything? Is there a performance as such or is it just, just the purely the class?
0: It, it's to get you comfortable with improv. Um, it's he he said specifically we're, we're not leading into it. There's no big stage production in six weeks time. Oh no, that's like right. That. I just wondered. Yeah, yeah no, no. I um, obviously some other people were wondering, and they had had a. Look and learn thing like the previous week, they'd done a free thing. People come along, like an open night, yeah, yeah, sort of thing. And so, a bunch of them had done that, and I think there's only three of us that didn't. And because I'm there, I'm going, I really don't know why I'm here. Um, and and just in case somebody's asking, uh, when I went away for the speakers conference, somebody had said, um, that improv is a really, really good thing to do for speakers,
1: and I was like, Okay.
0: okay, and I had been intrigued about it because I've, I've gone to improv and watched improv yeah, a lot, yeah. and, I, and I really enjoy it. Yeah. And, you know, um, what's the English and American?
1: Whose Line Is It Anyway? Yeah, that's one.
0: Whose Line Is It Anyway?
1: I love that. So, anyway, moving on. Oh. Hey, this week, um, the NASA astronauts that were in the SpaceX mission um, crashed back down to Earth. and it- Splashed. Yeah, sorry, splashed. <laughs> Slight. Uh, it was very cool though. I was watching it live. Oh um, yeah, yeah, and it was interesting. So uh, it's they haven't done that in over forty years. Yeah, and they came back down and the capsule landed, and then they had the world's worst, crappiest cameras on the boat. Like, oh, really? They were like, I don't know what they were filming it with, but they were uh, terrible quality. But the boat um, basically backed up to them and then they had the salvage experts were in the water and they were hooking up all these cables and this big A-frame went down and it was going to pick it back up onto the boat. And they're like talking and the, the NASA commentators are like really professional and they're like oh here we go we see they're hooking up the uh, lines and they've got uh, multiple lines to make sure it doesn't sway too much and they're all safe in that and uh, and they've got this guy who's the salvage guy and he's in a wetsuit and he's climbed on top of this capsule and he's hooking up all these cables and stuff and then they're talking normally and the guy just climbs to the top of the capsule and then just does this mean dive from the top as far away <laughs> as he can and dives in the water and they're like oh no that's okay guys that's uh, that, that is just normal he's just getting away because They're about to lift it up, and then a boat came and picked him up. And then the A-frame picked up the capsule, put it on the boat, and then we had shots of on the boat and stuff. And they dragged it on a bit more. And it took them about an hour before they could open the door. Oh, wow. They were like, and you, they were doing the communication between the um, SpaceX guys and the people, the astronauts inside. And they're like, guys, the limits are too high for the gas levels. We're just going to try and release that, and uh, you'll be okay. We'll, We'll let you out soon. And they're like, you copy that. We're all good. And the, the, whatever these gases are around the seal Yeah uh were too high. And they're like we're waiting for them to go down and then he and then ages later, like twenty minutes later, they're like, oh, all ready to go. Uh the three parts per million, they're within they're below level limits, we're gonna open the capsule. Yeah, I
0: suppose if if there's a big differential, it's almost like a compression chamber, right? Maybe, yeah. And either pump you or <laughs> I don't know, but
1: yeah. And then on the other side of the capsule, they had a shot and it was just these huge scorch marks when it came back into the atmosphere, which looked cool. And then they're like, once they open the door, they have to the head doctor pokes his head in and just says, are you okay, basically? And they go, yeah. And then they were talking about like a deburring tool. They have to go in and deburr the edges or something. Oh, wow. But it seemed real quick, like someone just went in with something and then they popped out and then a stretcher came and they said, we have to... They have to be pulled out and put on the stretcher, but that's all in their spacesuits. Yeah. And they just pulled the dude out, and he was basically seemed fine as. Like his legs were dangling. Like, anyway, it was just pretty cool to watch. Oh, that is cool. That is cool. Um, Yeah, no, good on them. Because the other thing mm. that happened uh, that didn't get much coverage because obviously there was a huge explosion in um, Beirut. Beirut. The footage coming out of that is amazing. Do you see the guy in the car? I haven't seen anything of anything. Oh, I'll show you after the podcast. There's a guy filming the explosion, like as he's driving, and then the big explosion happens, and the shockwave comes, and his car gets totaled, and he's in it. All the airbags go off in the car, all the windows are smashed, the roof's caved in, and he's still filming. And there's another one where this videographer with a um, gimbal is filming a wedding, a woman uh, at a wedding, and they're going like this, and it just goes, and you just see the shockwave come through. And there's Shit. a super cut that I've got of. Um, All the shockwave footage, it's just amazing. But because that was happening, not many people know um, about or watched the Starship SN5 SpaceX uh, launch, which happened yesterday. Oh, okay. It's a giant, looks like a giant grain silo Mm. that literally just a big round tube. It went 150 meters in the air. And came back down like that. And was landed. It. And landed. That's the point: is to to land it. Yeah, yeah right. But it looked here. a bit wonky. But they this guy in this um, Reddit thing I was reading, he was one of the engineers. He said it worked perfectly, but something shifted and the legs deployed and all that. But at the moment, they can only take twenty three tons of stuff into space. This thing's going to take over a hundred tons. Wow! Once it gets up there, and it, but it literally is a grain silo with just a rocket. Go, Anyway, that's what's made happening so, in space. Um,
0: that would have the
1: payload on top, which is a module that stacks on top. I don't know if this is the actual thing that would go to space or if this is proof of concept of the size. Because it literally is just a round yeah.
0: cylinder. And if it went 150 meters in the air, because, oh, it's one of those freaking um, – equations, the square of the whatever, <laughs> the further away you are from the earth, the lower the gravity, blah, blah, blah. So they only have to, proof of concept go would so only far. have to
1: go so far. Yeah, yeah. That's right. Okay. Yeah, so it's interesting. Uh, do you know what else made me angry this week, Chris? <laughs> Actually, none of that stuff previous made me angry, but this made me angry. What, what made you angry? Do you remember in previous podcasts how fond I am of pieces of artwork? <laughs> oh, yes, yes, yes. And in the past, we talked about, and it's not loading because it doesn't want to. <laughs> the Parkin Drawing Prize was a competition, and previous winner was that pile of carpet in the corner. Oh, yes. Pile of carpet. In yep. The so they won $25,000. This year's winner won $25,000. She beat out 482 entries. She's a mother of three. And uh, she decided to bang together her artwork one day before the competition closed and sent it in. And her artwork, I'm trying to find it here to show you, but basically uh, it's got something to do with a typewriter. So she gets a piece of paper, puts it on a typewriter, and then just fills the pages with forward slashes. That's it. But there's some gaps that make the No, there's not. It's there's- just, no, no, it's just forward slashes. So I have come up, that's basically it there. It's hard to see. But
0: oh, okay. So there are a couple
1: of gaps, but it looks like maybe the typewriter, typewriter is, malfunctions yeah, or the yeah. ribbons a bit So. Crap. Uh, I'm going to enter this competition next year, yeah, Chris Yeah, absolutely I, I think we both should <laughs> I've come up with a winning solution Which I'll tell you off-air afterwards I've got the idea It's going to take me probably three minutes to make uh, The longest will be Then I'll just frame it And I'll come up with some written stuff about it I've already got that all worked out And uh, we will be $25,000 richer next year Yeah. Yeah, that's the the podcast entry. I literally am going to uh I think I'm going to start looking into these random art competitions and just start yeah. entering them. Mother of 3 just
0: 3 minutes typewriter 25 grand.
1: That's a good yeah, payoff. it's not bad. <laughs> I really do wish I could see all the other entries just to mm. like gauge it. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Why? I Okay, uh oh, you've you've
1: you've thrown me on that one. Like holy crap. What about a bunch of sex-mad monkeys, Chris. They're <laughs> overrunning a city, and they're all eating themselves to death. Okay. Uh, where, where is this? As they admit, the cops admit... Please don't say Gisbon. No. Th- <laughs> Why would I say Gisbon? just joking. No, in Thailand, the police have admitted they're powerless to control the sex-crazed monkeys sex that, are, that are everywhere. Uh, the locals are terrified of them. They're hunting them down on... I mean, someone on a scoops cut you, you. down. Have you
0: got close to monkeys? No. They're, they're creepy. I,
1: well, those lemurs were sort of interesting, but uh, they're yeah. different.
0: Um, So I was up on the Rocky Gibraltar, and they've got Barnaby, I think they're called, Barnaby monkeys, or something like that. Are they quite little? Um, Yeah, they're not big. Yeah, Um, yeah, they're a bit, about the size of a cat, or a little bit bigger than a cat, maybe. Um, But yeah, you just like, because they're wild. Um, it's, it's different from when they're in a cage.
1: I don't know why that's different, but it's very yeah.
0: fundamentally different. Even if you're in the cage with them, like we were with the lemurs, but yeah, so yeah,
1: freaky. They the locals work, have please. been trying to calm them down, been feeding them junk food. They're now high that's on probably sh- not what you want to it, feed them. It's made them worse. Yeah. <laughs> they're high on sugar. They've that's- got blood disease and hypertension, and uh, they're going around and um, yeah, just causing havoc. Oh, my God. Um, they've got no-go zones, even though there are more humans than these bloody monkeys. Yeah. Good times. Oh <laughs> You're going to barricade yourself inside from this. Crazy, mate. Oh, that'd be a
0: great film. I want to go over to Thailand with a camera. Well, not at the moment. Nice like stuff there. But anyway. Hey, speaking of exotic um, name, uh, exotic, oh, I don't know, animals? Yeah. Maybe yeah, not. Okay, But... I had to write this down just because I thought it was hilarious. There's some amazing frog in um, in South America.
1: Yes, and do you I, lick
0: it? I don't, <laughs> but it's it's very important for the ecosystem there. Okay, um, and it's it's endangered and stuff. And I didn't write down the um, Spanish or whatever name it, whatever language name it was, but it means <laughs> the wrinkly scrotum. Of, <laughs> so it's translated as The wrinkly
1: scrotum of late, Lake Titicaca a date. <laughs> I, I saw your note here <laughs> And I thought The wrinkly scrotum of Lake Titicaca Was something to do with The base of the lake No, it's it's, it's this frog I'm call And it, I'm
0: like That's all I could think I was pissing myself So I had to write down Wrinkly scrotum of Lake Titicaca <laughs> Because I'm sure as a kid, I would love that. Uh,
1: (laughs) As an adult, you love it. What are you on about? True.
0: True. That's so funny.
1: I'm now looking it up. I want to see a picture of it. (laughs) Okay. All right. I don't know what I'm going to (laughs) see. Yeah, no, uh... Images are blocked by Safe Search. I have to turn off. Are <laughs> you <laughs> oh, oh, serious? Yeah. Oh, because wow, it brought up oh, a whole you... bunch of adult stuff. Oh yeah, yeah. So uh, if you're looking up that, be careful. We'll try and have a link in the show notes. Put, um, Lake
0: Lake Tirikaka endangered frog.
1: Oh, I'll do it later. It's yeah, all yeah. good. I
0: I'm, all right. I believe you. Um, I saw. I heard something today actually, and this is a bit of a wake up call for a bunch of people. Okay. I I thought. So you you remember those um. I think it was it was a viral video about it. It might have been a TEDx talk. I can't remember or TED talk rather, but it's those booms that um, gather up all the floating pl- plastic in the ocean. And there's that big garbage patch in the ocean, and they're trying to yeah
1: collect something all that. yeah okay yep. So
0: this week, some scientists did some modeling on that because they're like, "Well, how are we going with that?" So they've got I, I want to say one unit doing this now. Right? Yep, one
1: thing. Yeah, thing.
0: So they said, well, if we got 200 of them.
1: Yeah. Floating we, around.
0: And we ran it for 100 years. Yeah. How big a dent would it make in that uh, pile of plastic?
1: No, I'm assuming not very much. I don't know. 5%. <laughs> what?
0: 200 times what we got now
1: yep. for 100 years
0: will be 5% of it. It's mental mm, we may, maybe need to stop throwing plastic in the rivers and streams because they were actually talking about literally n- putting nets mesh nets over every stream and river going out to sea uh, except obviously navigable ones with um, boat traffic yeah um, and see if that'll stop it because that's what's happening it's all coming from from rivers and streams it's originally. crazy air eh? it's that's insane that's insane.
1: I see, uh, 5G got turned on in New Zealand in a whole city. Um, they've turned it on, Spark has. Go Palmy! Yeah, I don't know if that's a good idea or not, cause I reckon Palmerston North would have a whole bunch of crackpots down there for the 5G conspiracy theories. Oh, I hadn't thought of that. That's what I, that's why I put it down, cause I was just like, I don't, I mean, it doesn't matter where you do it really, but uh, I wonder if they're getting an influx of tourists that want to try and stop it. Uh, no, maybe, maybe that's
0: what keeps them out. Hey, you want to get rid of all the craziness in your town? How about we put 5G in there? They'll be gone. Gone like ghosts. Gone. Maybe. I don't maybe. know. Uh, Speaking of that, Spark's doing a self-healing obstacle fiber network. Oh, wow. Okay. And, and that's what they're working on now. And I was like, hang on. How does this work? Yes. Because I'm like, do the strands grow back together? So the idea is that the optical fi- fiber, optical network—is uh, this like a, a concept thing? It, no, it's 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 a it's a done thing. I, I'll explain it. Yeah. Um, in earthquakes, you can lose a lot of connectivity and stuff yeah. like that. Obviously. Okay. And so, and, and New Zealand, as everybody knows, is quite earthquake prone. So the self-healing network, network, when I dug into it, is not as cool as it sounds. Okay. Basically, you know, uh, a cable, yeah. fiber opposite cable, has hundreds, thousands of strands in there. I forget how many. A they lot. Are like a lot. Yeah. And so what happens with this is when it flexes too much, some of those strands break. Because yes. it's glass and it right. breaks. It's brittle. Um, and what this is nothing to do with the properties of the physical thing. It's all about the software, and it just reroutes the oh, traffic around yeah. the brakes.
1: Why is it not doing that already? Oh, I know. Okay, that's not but, as groundbreaking yeah, <laughs> as amazing as what I thought. <laughs> I know. I was reading. I was like, wow, this will be
0: amazing. I read it like, oh, was that it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, cool and all, but. I thought it would already be doing that. Yes, <laughs> okay. Good, All good, right. good. I've got to talk really briefly about Betty's Brothel. Of course, uh, because, of course. I
1: don't know. <laughs> okay, I don't know where this is going. No, you don't, but uh, you're going to. See, I didn't shave today. Yeah.
0: Well, shave bits. Yeah, okay. Because I got a call from BGT. Um, oh, nice. The uh, film that I was, uh, the American TV series thing, it's a big, big event, is uh, back on. Uh, I this think is the mentioned-
1: adaptation of the yep. video, uh, the cartoon. Cartoon animated thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah,
0: So it's back on. Uh, I think I mentioned it briefly. I don't know the- if
1: we've named it. No, we can't name no, it. No, we can't name I it. it. I can't name
0: it. But, but, yeah, um, we
1: have mentioned this briefly. But
0: I'm, I'm basically in drag for this thing. Yes. I, in drag is a fat, bearded, over, overweight um prostitute okay anyway Go, good uh,
1: luck filling that role <laughs> but it's all on again
0: yeah it's back on again so uh I've, I've i've said yep yep i'm in so i've already done the costuming did we talk about the costuming did i talk about yes that? you yeah, did, did because I, you had sure. to
1: walk from one location to the <laughs> other yeah.
0: yeah yeah so that's back on anyway what was different with this is when i got the notification yeah uh so so i've got a grow my beard back because i shaved since in the last year it's been about a year yeah 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 yeah, at least so um so i'm I'm gonna um grow the beard back and that's uh september two days before tedx actually (laughs) it'll be fun um Ah, thursday and friday or wednesday thursday and friday or something like that anyway um so i'm (laughs) but then it's like it's it had the scene name, and the scene name is Betty's brothel, and that reminded me of something I thought I might share because my mother's name is Betty.
1: I yeah, I, I knew that. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and when I was eighteen, I, I left home when I was sixteen, so I, I was getting pretty good at the old karate thing. I was working, yeah, you know, I was yep. working full time, karate Training. all the rest of the time. Yeah, yeah. I'd been living by myself for a couple of years. I was growing at that. Um, 18 is when I actually shot up because I was a little guy. Yeah. Um, and um, mum read this book and I I want to say it was Mario Puzo, but it, it might be somebody else And because I, I read the same book.
1: Okay. And it was
0: a book about a, uh, a, a guy, a gangster in the States or something that, that created this male brothel for women to go to, for high-level women to go to. Oh, okay. And yeah, we're yeah. living in Wellington and mum's... Yeah. Right, doing that, Betty's brothel. We're doing it, and she went and got investors and funders. And she's every like,
1: time you blow me away with a story, <laughs> I, okay, yes, carry on. And So she's, hey, okay, and she's yeah. like, but this is the thing. She's like, she
0: offered me a job there, right? So completely, completely normal. Uh. As a virgin, uh, obviously, at that age. <clears throat> well, I was, anyway. Um, so, yeah, no, she and she's like, oh, no, 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 I'll get you as a bouncer. <laughs> oh, yeah, okay. All right, uh, cool, Mum. Is that really what you mean? I don't know. I don't want to know. Oh, my God. It, anyway, yeah, she was very serious to the point where we were going and looking at buildings and stuff.
1: So what happened, though? Um, to Just money?
0: I think the uh, investors, quote, unquote, investors, were more interested in my mother than the idea. Oh, okay. (laughs) And it never got off the ground. But, yeah, I hadn't thought about that in years. And as soon as I saw Betty's brothel on the scene thing, I was, like, cracking up. I was like, oh, maybe I should share that story.
1: Well, there you go. (laughs) That brings the end to episode uh, whatever this is. Uh, 293 293 uh, If you want to hear More amazing stories You should head to the Thechrisasampodcast.com Where all the archives are As we're slowly heading Towards episode 300 mm-hmm. Which is exciting
0: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's not an air horn I can't do the air horn Sorry
1: That <laughs> sound like A deformed muppet <laughs> Okay Until next time I'm Sam I'm Chris See ya Bye Hope you enjoy the show Make sure to subscribe And we'll
0: catch you next week Don't forget To tell your friends